Welcome to the one and only Circle City Cinema with your host and the one and only Zach Griffith. Hello! Welcome back to Circle City Cinema. The Star Wars recaps have returned. This time, not Boba Fett, but Obi-Wan Kenobi. Perhaps the, I'll say one of the two most anticipated shows of 2022. Would you agree, Bryce? Absolutely. This Absolutely. I would say. On the same freaking day. Yes. Same day. I would also throw, you could also throw Better Call Saul in there. That's getting a lot of hype. You could, but if you're fans of the show. Those three, for sure are the three-headed monster of 2022 i would say unless house of the dragon i guess there's some hype for that but this one is i would say top two easily it was definitely my most anticipated well, of course project i mean as Here's a, degenerate, a degenerate exactly a degenerate like myself i mean what do you so a degenerate like myself is behind on stranger things joke it's an absolute <laughs> joke folks way behind don't worry, don't worry. Bryce is here to, to fill y'all in. It's all good. Well, like, not even close to being ready for this new season. Such a joke. It's embarrassing, honestly. But we're here talking about Obi-Wan. Uh, we're not talking about parts one and two. Uh, had some stuff come up at uh, our other job last week that prevented me from doing this, but uh, part three tonight we'll do a little recap on parts one and two our favorite parts from those episodes but this episode was directed by Deborah Chow I believe all of the episodes will be all six of them Bryce uh, where did you rank this not just on your most anticipated shows but most anticipated projects of the year I had a few down here I had Moon Knight The Batman Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and Stranger Things, and I guess you could throw oh. Better Call Saul in there. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I mean, I it, honestly, Zach, I almost feel like you could put Top Gun in there too, which I'm sure we'll get to later. But, um, I mean, it's pretty high when when you when you start uh, when you start pulling when you can include all of the generations or most of the generations, um, you know, with their childhood, with you know, just fond memories right this this shoots up the list pretty pretty far right yeah. when you have characters that are familiar um it shoots up pretty high you know like the batman everybody knows about the batman oh i want to see the batman doctor strange is there because it's a marvel project but it's not really i don't think it touches something like obi-wan kenobi star wars property right i start and every every star wars fan is longing for the next best thing in star wars because we've been screwed with the last three movies. Yeah. So yes, this is very high on, on my anticipated projects of 2022. I'd say it's probably, it's Obi-Wan and then it's probably stranger things there. So Obi-Wan is your most anticipated. Would you say? Yeah. How could it not be? How could it not be? I already said it. It's mine. I mean, Star Wars probably, it's my favorite franchise. It's my favorite media franchise. There's no doubt about it. Uh, loved it since I was a kid. If you listen to the Boba Fett episodes, me and Bryce discussing our love of this franchise for our whole lives, basically. Yes. Uh, 
Nothing against Marvel or DC. I love them. Just no, not, not at all. Just not as much. Just not as much. Uh, but I'm with you. Anything Star Wars related is always going to be near or top the list. Um, Bryce, would you say you mentioned the errors in the sequel trilogy, which are well, well documented, well documented, not, not on just on the pod, not just here, but almost everywhere. Somebody. I have, I've never run into, I find, I see a lot of people on Twitter, like defending the sequels, not people <laughs> I follow, but like, I just see it sometimes. And then people I follow will comment like shitting on them. Like if you like the sequels, fine. I have nothing against you, but yeah, don't def- don't get on and defend it, Fo- yeah. folks. If if you really want to know how Zach truly feels, I believe there was a comment made today oh, while we were no. at work. Oh no, that uh, that there was someone wishing Kathleen Kennedy a happy birthday <laughs> on their own Twitter feed, and I believe Zach said, "Don't, please don't." <laughs> So if that lets you know about where the Star Wars era was, that should give you everything you need to know right now. I would say the bleakest Star Wars looked was when it was evident that Solo was going to bomb like hell. That, that summer of 2018 when Solo came out and they're like, Disney's just like, oh, fuck. Because Last Jedi was met with severe backlash. For a few reasons. And then Solo just bombed like hell, even though I thought it was good. You and I both I, thought it was good. Yeah, that's the thing, is I don't see a lot of hate for for uh, for Solo, even though the media... I feel like the media kind of forced it into being bad. I would almost yeah. draw it parallel to, like, the Morbius situation, which I believe we're going to talk about later. Like, like, it was already memed into mediocrity, but then everyone bought it when they went and saw it. I don't feel like everyone bought the media hype after they went and saw Solo. Maybe that's just me because I liked it, but... I enjoyed it a lot. I think it's good. I enjoyed it because it tied... It tied into existing canon, like the, the cameo at the end with, with Darth Maul. It acknowledged uh, his existence in the Clone Wars. Uh, it was nice to see... I don't know. It was not, like Han Solo. He was such a, an important part of the original trilogy. And he was, he had nothing to do with the prequels, which I I'm sure threw a lot of people off at the time. But it was right. nice to see him at, in a younger version. Nice to see his origin. But here's my question to you, Bryce with the bungling of the sequel trilogy. <laughs> now, financially, they did not bungle. They made, they made, Oh no, they did not. They're, they I will, are just fine. I will never fault Disney for making the sequels because if you acquire a property like that, I can't even say like that because there's no property in the world quite like it. If you acquire Star Wars from the man who created it, wouldn't your first move be to make a movie, make a new trilogy? Yeah, I think something you, like I, that. I think you would have to. I, yeah, you can't fault Disney and Lucasfilm for for doing that, but I can fault them for telling a shitty story, for marketing underdeveloped characters, for bungling iconic character storylines to a shitty end, like like Luke Skywalker's 
end to his arc. It, it's fucking, fucking terrible. It is terrible. Fucking terrible. And they had a great character in Kylo Ren that I think they bungled. I'm, I'm throwing that word around a lot, bungled, but it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's well-deserved. I mean, you had... To be honest... I mean, we don't have time to go into this. What I would find, but <laughs> I would not have introduced new characters. I, maybe no. a maybe a couple, but I don't know. I don't know. We, we don't have time. We don't have time. But here's my question to you: Since they bungled the sequel trilogy, have they made up for that in the TV shows they have produced? I think with Mandalorian and and now Obi Wan. And then maybe the back half of, of Boba Fett, because it was basically a, a, a filler Mandalorian season, if, yeah, if right. you will. Um, I mean, they're already we haven't even seen Mandalorian season three yet, which is going to come out next year. And they're already writing season four. Yeah. I mean, if that tells you the popularity and success of the show and I mean, we're going to get into it later about the Obi-Wan series and, and you know, the, the potential future of that. I mean, that just goes to show fans are loving it. So they, they have to keep the moment. I, I don't know that you need movies for a while. I know that there's some in production, but I mean, looking at the future of Star Wars based on the conference that they had um, prior to the Obi-Wan release, we're getting a John Watts series. That sounds pretty good. Um, I mean, I... Um, I, mean, I know it follows kids, but he Skeleton said it's not going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be a kids show. Um, I mean, we're we're getting tales of the Jedi. I think that's going to be kind of a cool little short Me series. Too. Me too. Um, Dave Filoni heading that up. Absolutely, Dave Filoni. You know the uh, the Lucas the, successor. I would call him Michael Corleone. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Succeeding Vito. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> You're right. You're right. He's the new Don, baby. He's the new goat. He's the new goat. Absolutely. I mean, so, I mean, there are lots of, of cool things to go where you don't necessarily need movies. Um, no, you really don't. I mean, we're getting, we're getting Taka's uh, movie, which I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. Me too. Curious. I mean, he does pretty good with the Thor film, so I'll watch that for sure. But keep going with the shows, man. Entertain me. I agree. Keep going with the shows. Disney has put a lot of eggs in the TV basket because when they launched Disney Plus, uh, it was simultaneously launched with The Mandalorian. And goddamn, if that's paid off. Well, I mean, what a what a what a show to launch with. And Grogu is a money machine, baby. The Mandalorian probably the most bankable, popular. Star Wars trilogy right now. I would or Star Wars property right now. I would I would say. I mean, and then you had that. Disney made Star Wars Rebels, which was great. They produced the last season of the Clone Wars, which was a masterpiece. Rogue One and Solo were great. Uh Boba Fett for the most part was good. Uh I'm missing something. I know I am. The Bad Batch um has gotten good reviews. I still need to watch that. Um you know. And great, great fan service, which is a big deal in Star Wars. You know, bringing Ahsoka into live action, bringing all these Clone Wars characters into live action. Uh, you know, Luke Skywalker in the season finale of The Mandalorian, like bringing the Dark Saber into live action. It's just, 
And now Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Cad fucking Bane. And now, and now oh. Obi Wan, the chair, the cherry on. Top. It's it's an it's a nerd's wet dream. It really is. It really is. And they've they've made uh, good good books too. There's a there's a book called Master and Apprentice. It's about Obi Wan's. It's a canon book. It's about Obi Wan's time as an apprentice with with Qui Gon Jinn. Who we'll talk about later. Um, Dang it, we're gonna see Neeson. We're at least gonna hear Neeson. Give him to me. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about that later. Collect your checks, Liam. Like Chris, great. They're doing great with fan service uh, with the shows. So um, the big thing with this show, Bryce, I think was the return of Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan and the return of Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker, mostly Darth Vader. Uh, Hayden Christensen played Darth Vader in the suit at the end of episode three. And now he reprises the role here. He was seen in episode three of this show uh, briefly as like, I think it was a hallucination. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But that was pretty sick. It's, it's kind of a feel good story, Bryce, because it's nice to see this guy was shit on for basically 16 years, 17 years. Most of it unfairly so, I would say. I think it's mostly the victim of, of bad writing. Some of the acting was uh, rocky. It was rocky, but it's fine. It's just it's just funny now that he's he's a beloved figure in the Star Wars universe, and it's really nice to see. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, we're kind of getting some of the people that we saw in our childhood that are now getting their flowers, right? Hayden Christensen being one. Brendan Fraser, we're going to see in a Scorsese. Yeah, right. A Scorsese. <laughs> if that doesn't say comeback, I don't know what does. Like a top three director of all time. <laughs> yes, your comeback, your comeback story starts there. <laughs> I mean, you're kidding me, right? You could start I mean, in there. It's about time. It's about time we see some of these guys. Now, here's what I will say, Zach. Sure, Hayden's in the suit. It's pretty easy to act from a suit and it's not even your voice. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, did you really need to bring it back? Unless we're going to do some hallucinations, some flashbacks where we're getting new footage. That's maybe not the from comes Revenge off. of the Sea. Uh, maybe, maybe. You don't know. Well, maybe. It'll be interesting. Three episodes left. There's a lot that can happen. Yeah, we're already halfway through, man. I know, it's crazy. Halfway through, not even two weeks into it. Halfway through, we're gonna be done by by the time the month's out. I think June twenty second is the last episode. Yeah, we won't have to wait too long for Andor though. We that's right. We didn't even talk about Andor. Andor and Ahsoka. Ahsoka premiering next year. Andor premiering August thirty first. August thirty first. This gonna be a kick ass show. Bad Batch as well. Bad Batch season two. Yep. Uh, September. So a lot to come. Forgot to mention the Acolytes show. Oh, yes, yes, I'm yes. very interested in that because that's a time period we have not seen on screen before. It's 100 years before The Phantom Menace for those. That is, know. is that a blank canvas or what? It's the, maybe the blankest in, I mean, it's been addressed in, you know, plenty of books, but canon-wise, never been addressed right. on screen anyway. You can kind of write the story there. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I was creative enough and knowledgeable enough to write a Star Wars project, I'd probably start there because I could do whatever I wanted, basically. Well, right. You can't get crapped on from from the fan base. Yeah. I mean, calling not, you out for canon. Couldn't do. I mean, obviously, it would have to connect to things that happen in the future. But well, yeah. But for yeah. the most, that'd probably be the freest you could be on a on a Star Wars project creative wise I would say I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens there that's like the Darth Plagueis the Darth Plagueis ah, era yes. of Star Wars so that's great so the return of those guys uh, great to see it's very cinematic in quality I would say it's the most cinematic show that Lucasfilm has made so far just yeah. in terms of how it looks how it feels and I think it had to be Bryce, considering yeah. who the characters you were bringing back. It had to absolutely. Be. I mean, you're talking about one of the, a couple of the the biggest characters of the franchise. When you're talking about yeah. the most recognizable, yeah. I mean, I was very impressed when I'm sitting there, right? And I made sure, like, okay, for for, for those for the listeners, right? I, I have a background in, in television sales, right? I'm very picky about my televisions now yes, because I worked in TV. Okay. I looking at this on my team, I was like, man, I'm impressed. Like something that I haven't seen from like Mandalorian or, or Boba Fett. Not that they, those were bad, but this just looked different. And I was like, wow, this is really impressive the way they've done this. Uh, I mean, you almost kind of want to be in a theater to watch it as yeah. weird as that sounds for a TV show. There's only a few shows where you're like, I wouldn't mind watching this in theaters. This is probably one of them. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, it had it's to be. awesome. It had to be because if you're going to include Darth Vader to the level that they're going to include him, which it seems like he's going to be a probably the second most important character going forward. You know, arguably, I would say we had this conversation the other day. Probably the most iconic movie villain of all time, if not the most iconic movie character of all time. Darth Vader. Uh, yeah, it's definitely up there. I mean, you could say the the top villain of all time. I mean, I would I would say the only there's an argument. Yeah, I threw out a couple when we were discussing it. I threw out Heath Ledger's Joker, and I threw out Anthony Hopkins' Hannibal Lecter. But in terms of being recognizable, and I mean, you just. Just his voice, his appearance. It's it's Darth Vader. I think it has to be Darth Vader. Yeah, I, yeah. everyone in the world knows who Darth Vader. Is. It's it's a great case. It's a great case. Yeah, uh, and then Obi Wan, who in terms of legacy and reputation, no slouch himself as a character. I mean, that's no, very very. I feel like everyone in the world has heard, at least heard the name Obi Wan Kenobi. So yeah, that's uh, that's great. It's it's very nice to see. Uh, it takes place ten years after the execution of Order sixty six in Revenge of the Sith, which we got to see a little bit of it. Oh, brutal! Just brutal. brutal. If you thought it was brutal in Episode three, just sad. Man. They added they added salt in the wound here. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of want to like shed a couple of tears. I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. Eric, I was like, dude, tough. They're like the kids are standing around. What do we do? Run. Yeah. Yeah. That's about Run. the best you can do. Run. Yeah. Just 
Sorry, man. Sorry, kids. Jeez. The Jedi Temple under siege. Nice to see some clone troopers again. I mean, not the not nice to see what they were doing, but nice to see them again, I guess. Zach, you know what would have made this interesting? I we talk, I t- I told you about this theory. Yeah. If we see little Grogu being saved by the one the only Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I think Twitter might break. Where did you hear that theory again? That's a wild I was talking ass. with my dad. I was talking with my dad and uh, he brought up the theory. He's a big Mace Windu guy. He just wants him to live. <laughs> it does bring a good point. Grogu was saved, but by who? Listen. It's yet to be seen. Yeah, we don't know. Listen. All right. <laughs> Listen. If Mace Windu survived that fall and the the force lightning that probably killed him before he was even launched out of the window, I would shit myself. If we saw him on screen, uh, I would shit myself. And then I would show you a picture. I would send you a picture of the shit-filled pants, Bryce, <laughs> just to prove it because... That would be that. It would be amazing. I would be. Would be I, I want to be. I want to be proven wrong on this. That Mace Windu is. Dead. I do too. I do too. I again. I think Twitter would break if you are somehow able to keep that under wraps and not let that leak. <laughs> yeah. But in today's world, like everything leaks. Everything. You leaks. know. I mean, they, now I will say for this, they didn't leak uh, Luke Skywalker. That is morning. true. That is true. I tell that. you. I tell you what didn't leak or what didn't happen. Epic cameos in one division and Loki, like we were promised. <laughs> Luke Skywalker s cameo in one division. Marvel, you yeah, cannot no. compare. No, oh god, no man, that was a year ago. You believe that? Yeah, incredible, man. Insane. Time flies. Uh, so ten years after Order sixty six, Bryce, your favorite moments from the first two episodes of the show. Um. What was seeing your favorite? Le- you would say? It, honestly, for me, like seeing Leia for the first time and just how much one the the child act actress absolutely murders this role. By the way, yeah, I mean she is outstanding. But she to see Obi Wan and her connect, um, and then my next one would probably be Obi Wan digging up the uh, the lightsabers. Yeah. Um, his Anakin's lightsabers show. Man, dude, you just kind of have a moment. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah, that it, it's yeah, that happened, you know, because I, I don't know. You, I think there's a part in every Star Wars fan that denies that Anakin like went to the dark side. Like, yeah. I think we just deny it, but yeah. we know it happens, and it's still painful. Like it's, oh, it still stings. That's you know, the, the beauty like, of the Clone Wars. Yeah. That's the beauty of the Clone Wars is it made him, you know, the prequels could only do so much with him. And then the, 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 the Clone Wars just made him like this heroic, you know, legendary figure. And then just you see him, you know, directing these clone troopers, giving orders, training Ahsoka. And it's like, how the fuck did this guy fall so hard? Right. What are we doing? Oh, yeah. What happened here? Yeah. It just. 
You're right. I think it's a part of everyone that's just like, no, 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 they're different people. They're different. Yeah. yeah, Right. You almost kind of separate. It's so weird. It's so, but maybe that this is what's going to bridge the gap though. Yeah. We, we, Uh, I mean, we kind of get a look into his psyche. Yeah. A little bit. What he did to Obi-Wan in this episode, he had to have been planning. Very brutal, by the way. Fucking brutal. Like this episode. (laughs) <laughs> this episode the legend probably, grows I think this was rated TVMA if it wasn't if it wasn't I'd be shocked because there were snapped spines uh, Obi-Wan being burned alive like there was some gruesome shit but I, but they're, they're growing the legend yeah like it's one thing to go back and mess with you know the, the reputation that this villain has it's another thing to revisit it and, and grow it which yeah. is insane to me and they did exactly that in episode three we'll get to it but i mean it, it's a it's incredible in my opinion but they've done it twice they did it yeah. here and they did it they did it in rogue one yes in rogue one yes yes so just what they've done with darth vader is unbelievable i think that oh. would make uh it would make george lucas um uh, i enjoyed seeing the grand inquisitor we didn't get to see him much. We'll talk about him later as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice to see him in live action. Nice to see our boy Han. Yeah, baby. In another big franchise. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Give him his flowers, please. <laughs> Han playing uh, one of the Inquisitors. Uh, things we've seen lately, Bryce. Uh, I'll start. Me and the lovely Abigail watching uh breaking bad it's my fourth time watching it i think it's the most <laughs> most watched show of any show i've watched uh abby has never seen it or she's seen it doesn't remember anything she never finished it i don't know uh, but she doesn't remember anything that we've watched so that's good uh i think it's on the short list for the greatest drama of all time i really do <sighs> I mean, I mean it's, he, it's up there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't say too many good things about it, honestly. The character development, it's a tragedy. Um, yeah, it is a tragedy. Oh, Big man. It's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can watch it. It's a slow burn. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of stings to watch sometimes. You're like, oh, man, this is tough. But yeah, heck of a show, man. AMC. Pete. Wh- when we look back on peak AMC shows, they're probably going to have one of the greatest runs where we go Mad Men, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead. All at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. AMC oh. was must watch television. Now, yeah. I know I've heard Hell's on, Hell on Wheels is good. Never watched it. Didn't really pique my interest. Not my type of show. Um, but that could have probably been ahead of its time, potentially. You know, looking at the success of shows like Yellowstone and, um, you know, and shows that, along those lines could have been ahead of its time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's second on my list of greatest dramas behind only The Sopranos. Of course. Of yes. course. Yes. But no I will surprise. say this. It's the most bingeable show I've ever watched. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Especially the Sopranos. Yeah, because AMC also does this well. They do mid-season finales extremely well. 
and they do season finales extremely well. And Breaking Bad is is no different, no different whatsoever. They got you. It, you have to watch the next one. The season five finale is Hank finding out Walt is Heisenberg, and then you had to wait. <laughs> you have to, year. You have to wait a year to see how it ends. <laughs> So I mean, here on the shitter, finding out his brother-in-law is the guy he's been chasing. For. W W uh, W W. A book, a Walt Whitman book. Why would you leave it on the can? Uh, Why would you leave it on the can? Here's my thing, though, here. Zach. Is we don't really get to uh, people don't really get together for watch parties anymore, like for TV shows. This was one that I remember talking to people about. Where they would have watch parties. Yeah. For these. No, I remember the the I remember the last episode of this. My friends had had a watch party and I couldn't go because I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean that you, you don't see that anymore. I mean that just shows the uh, man. If we could fast forward like 15, 20 years and look at rankings or or watch you know, TV show documentaries put out of, of ranking TV shows or uh, look back on the 2010s, right? And they and they review shows. Breaking Bad is definitely going to be one of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there, besides the flip phones, honestly, there's not too much that... It holds up. Yeah. And honestly, you can get past the flip phones because they're, they're in the drug business. Yes, yeah, you, can, you can get past it's, it. It's perfectly viable. You can get past it. I mean, perfectly casted show. You're not going to hear anything about Breaking Bad on this show that you haven't heard before. I mean, it's just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I got to buy it. I got to buy the whole series. I have, uh, I have to have you need it. You need to get the... You need, you need the to get barrel. the tub. The barrel. barrel. You have to. I need the barrel. I'll find the barrel, damn it. <laughs> but we are on... Gail was just fired by Walt. Ah. So we're we are there. We're there. Gail soon to be soon to be gone. In the past tense. Yeah. <laughs> uh my good friend Cooper Ogle uh does an annual rewatch of Breaking Bad <laughs> every year. And I believe uh, he's in the middle of it right now. So needless to say, it's his Coop, friend of the show. Good good friend of the show. Good friend. Uh and then, of course, we talked about Better Call Saul, which, from what I have seen, I've seen about two and a half seasons. It was also excellent. Oh, it's so good. Um, I haven't finished it, but it's very good. Yeah, still need to catch up. Uh, it's ending this year, so it's kind of sad, but hopefully we get some more Breaking Bad projects. I don't care what they are. I really don't care. <laughs> uh, me and the lovely Abigail also watched Jurassic World. I know Bryce is not a fan of the Jurassic, the current Jurassic trilogy, soon to be trilogy, but uh, Jurassic World is is pretty good. It is good. The first one's good. It's definitely better than its sequel, Fallen Kingdom. Uh, but Jurassic World Dominion premieres this. We're recording this on Monday. It, re- it releases this Friday, the tenth. So be sure to see it. I will be going to see it. 
Um, <laughs> joke. They're billing it as the epic conusion. Okay. To the Jurassic okay. franchise, so okay, okay, we shall well, see. You know what? This is a joke, Zach. Considering the fact that the next movie that you're about to talk about, <laughs> you're going to have to eat it on. It's an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. I that like you're, what that I you're like. Actually, you're actually going to go see this. You like what Jurassic you like. World Dominion. This is a joke, man. This is a joke. You like what you like. Go on. I, I like Jurassic Park movies. I like them. Okay. okay. So you're not going to see this. I'm not. I'm actually not. I'll I'll wait for it to come out on streaming when I can watch it for free. Yeah, I watched Fallen Kingdom. It was trash. (laughs) It's stupid. Look, if you're being straight with yourself about the Jurassic Park franchise, the first one's the only good one. I mean, it's a... That is true. Iconic film. That's a dirty little secret, huh? One of the most iconic films of all time. By one of the greatest, probably the greatest director of all time. So, it is a dirty little secret. I enjoy the third one a lot. I enjoy Jurassic Park three a lot, just because you're some, telling me there's some quality this is an deaths. Easy, easily forgettable franchise. Easily forgettable. If you oh. if you had to make me like like take away a franchise that never existed, this would probably be a top candidate for me. Oh. Oh. Just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. Fine. <laughs> Next on our list, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, Bryce made a... He, he, I have to eat it on this. Yeah, you do. Top yeah, you do. Um, I was not a fan when this movie was... I mean, it was announced like 17 years ago, but... Well, <laughs> I just was not a fan of the hype it was getting. I thought I I thought it was a bunch of 50-year-olds, you know, reliving their childhoods and then I was like, well, isn't that what I'm doing right now with Obi-Wan? Isn't that what I'm doing right now with Obi-Wan? Hey, hey, hey you let the people know that you had no intention of going to see this film. I, I had no intention of going to see this and giving money to it. I enjoyed the first Top Gun from 1986. I really Absolutely. Did. It's iconic. Iconic film. But it's in the film registry. It's an iconic film. Maybe Tom Cruise's most well-known movie. Didn't run it. But my dad bought me and the lovely Abigail tickets. And we went with my family. And goddamn. <laughs> now, I haven't seen it yet. So don't spoil anything for me. <sighs> Perhaps the best film of the year so far. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! And I mean, it was. It did everything. Been some good films. It 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 paid homage to the original, in every way. Um, Tom Cruise, swan song in a good way. Like we <laughs> joke about, we joke about swan song in the NBA. Oh yes, we do. We say it as an insulting term if a guy's washed up, but. Tom Cruise's swan song with Top Gun Maverick. It was. Uh, I don't have anything to complain about. Sitting at an eight point seven on IMDb, and I agree. I agree with it. Oh my goodness! I will gladly eat it on Top Gun is, Maverick. Is this going to join your movie collection? Yes. There's wow. no doubt about it. Wow! I'll be buying the four K. We left the theater, and Abby was like, "That's my favorite movie. It's my favorite movie ever." All right, you need to show her some more movies, but all right, okay, that's fine. Maybe so, but even still, <laughs> it was like 
son of a bitch. And we went home and watched the first one again. And it it made it. I don't, Top Gun Maverick, man. It it was fucking good. It was fucking good. Zach, do we have a Miles Teller comeback on the horizon? We need to. That dude needs to be (laughs) Because another movie on my list here, Whiplash, which we watched last night. This dude's a a fucking meteor. Like, he needs to be in more movies. He needs to be in more shit. I don't know why he's not. Well, okay, so, Zach, I mean, so... I'm worried he's not going to be because he's going to make checks from this movie, and he's. I'm worried he's just going to dip again. Well, I mean, so here's the thing. He has a Netflix movie releasing with Chris Hemsworth this month. Um, I don't know that I put a lot of stock into that because Netflix normally just puts out, you know, Gosh. mediocre movies. <laughs> um, I would strong. I, I've only seen like half an episode. But from what I saw from him in the offer about the story of the Godfather, uh, the Godfather movie and how it was made, he was excellent. Yeah, I was I was honestly impressed. And that's only half an episode. So I, and I think you'd like that show, by the way. Yeah, my dad told me that too. My dad told me that. Which I'm usually not a fan of that kind of stuff, but I do love The Godfather, so I might... I might yes, yeah, you do. But I don't, I don't know what else to say about Top Gun Maverick. Go see it. Please go see it. It's, it was a great... It was a great... We saw... My dad bought the IMAX tickets. Oh my goodness. Yeah, my dad bought the IMAX tickets. Mr. Griffith, sparing no expense. I don't even want to know how much he paid. He bought <laughs> five IMAX tickets. Oh my goodness. Middle row at AMC. Oh my lord. This dude, this man was ready. This man had been waiting since He has been waiting. My goodness. To see this movie. This is like this is like the equivalent of middle-aged women's new kids <laughs> on the block concert, okay? Middle-aged yeah. men, Top Gun. I mean, this is it right here. This was it. So, I mean, I just that's all I can say. Go see it. You're going to love it. Definitely watch the first one before you go because you won't have Absolutely. any idea what's happening. But uh, I, I talked about Whiplash, one of the greatest acted movies of the past decade. Man, what's it on, man? What's it Definitely, on? It's on Hulu if you have a premium have it. subscription. Uh, it's on Look Movie as well. Oh, oh, the free trial of Look Movie. Yes, yes. Uh, but me and Abigail watched this last night. It's a, I mean, that's my third time watching it, I think. And it was just, it's a whirlwind. It's a whirlwind. It's a ride. It's a very intense watch. J.K. Simmons underrated. J.K. Simmons underrated. Oscar winning performance. Uh, rightfully so. There's no way they could have fucked this up. By, by J.K. Simmons and Whiplash, uh, and Miles Teller hung with him, hung with him. It was a powerhouse movie, and I put Damien Chazelle on the map, and I can't say enough about it. One of my favorite movies of maybe the best movie of 2014. It's either that or Interstellar. I mean, it's it's really close. It's really close. It's fair. So go see it if you haven't. Get find a way to see it. Uh, it's just a great movie. Um, and Bryce, you've been watching Stranger Things. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I've been watching Stranger Things, Zach. I I made this comment to uh, to you and our and our good friend Caleb Lynn. Uh, we only got volume one of season four. Okay, there's two episodes left that will release on July first. But after the first 
seven episodes. They were only going to release five, but they released seven. After those seven episodes, Zach, this puts me at a top five show of all time for wow. me. There is a couple scenes that are just so compelling and just so well done by Sean Levy and the Duffer brothers. That is just, I, I'm, I, Zach, I wish you could see it. I have goosebumps right now thinking about that. I'm not even joking you. Wow. I was, I was that impressed and you really don't realize it when you're watching it, but when you're done, you're like, wow. Wow. I mean, I, I don't know how I, you know how some of those shows just kind of wane, right. Yeah. And they kind of go back to the well, well, they go back to the well, but they know how to keep it going. The, the well is not dry. I mean, I am very, very impressed. Uh, I know the last episode um, that we're going to get on July 1st is two and a half hours or two, two hours and 19 minutes, I believe Jeez. is the runtime. That is a movie folks. Okay. If the show sucks, you don't make a two, an over two hour episode. You just no. don't. No. And we still have one, one last season to go. Yeah. Oh my Lord, Zach, you need to, you need to binge this as quickly as possible. I need to talk over it with you Doing it. over what I saw. I am thoroughly impressed, Zach. Thoroughly impressed. The only show that has done that for me, the Goosebumps, after I've watched it, is, is actually Breaking Bad, the episode where Hank dies. Uh, that's fair. That's, that's fair. It's the only show after I watch it that I still get Goosebumps thinking about it. Oh. The episode Hank dies. <laughs> Ozymandias, one of the greatest. Ozymandias, yes. That's right. Is it a 9.9? I think it is. Pretty close. Definitely a 9. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Breaking Bad, 9.5 on IMDb, by the way. That's right. Uh, some news. News that compelled me and Cooper to get absolutely shit-faced and watch Goodfellas last week. Ray Liotta <laughs> dies at the age of 67. It's mind-boggling that he's the first person from the main cast of that movie to die. Um, I feel like if you were a betting man, it'd probably be Pesci, right? Probably Pesci or, or De Niro. Definitely yeah. not Leota. But that one hit you sad. hard, man. It was, it was very sad. It's my favorite movie of all time. And one of the most overlooked performances award-wise in history. No recognition at the Oscars. Uh and he never worked with Scorsese again. He never worked with him again. It's 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 sad. It's sad. Very it is sad. sad. Uh, Obi Wan season two may be confirmed. I can't find an official source confirming it. I can't. I can't. Oh, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Um, I hope it, so. it's I a hope cash. It's, it, it's a cash cow, but also it's. You talk about the fan service. That's where we're going, right? It's it's fan service. That's what we want. That's what we're gonna get. Okay, Filoni, Favreau, yeah. they know what we want. Yeah. They know what we want. Kennedy isn't running the show anymore. Not really. She's just the money. Just Filoni, the just just put Filoni's cap in the in the Lucas Arts <laughs> in in the Lucas Films. Dave Filoni's cap. Yeah, that. that's right. That's right. <laughs> Iconic. 
Make him the heir to Skywalker Ranch, George. Do Lee. it now. Screw your kids. Make Dave Floney the heir. So I couldn't. I tried. I tried. Everybody. I tried to find an official source. I wanted it to be true. Disappointed in you. Disappointed. A lot of, a lot of rumors. I'll just put it that way. A lot of rumors. Uh, like Bryce said, it's a cash cow. I don't. It'd be dumb not to make a. If if, if the cast was willing, I don't see why not. I really don't. Uh, Kevin Feige is looking for a big name director to head the Fantastic Four movie. John Watts stepped down. He's focusing on his Star Wars series instead. Um, he cited Sam Raimi on Multiverse of Madness for not having to micromanage everything. As yeah. for wanting a big name director. Well, Tom I mean, who do you, who do you want? Who do you want, Zach? I want Brad Bird because Brad Bird. Brad Bird. Brad Bird directed The Incredibles. Brad Bird. And that's what is that, Bryce? What is The Incredibles? It's a family. It's a family of superheroes. Brad Bird. I did not see that one coming. I I I've been championing Brad Bird to, to direct the Fantastic <laughs> Four for at least two years. Wow, I've never heard this from you. I don't Brad think. Brad Bird directed The Incredibles. He directed Ratatouille, so he's no stranger to Disney. He directed uh, Mission Impossible Ghost oh. Protocol, which I know is not your favorite one. It is not. That one sucked. But I'm based on what he did with The Incredibles. Wow. Brad Bird. I mean, he could... He can he can obviously do the comedy. I mean, Incredible is a pretty funny movie, and Marvel likes their little comedy. So, I'm I'm they going do. with Brad Bird. Brad Bird is who I want. Wow, wow, wow! I don't know who you know. You know, it'd be funny if Feige could get one of the the old hags to to come over and betray <laughs> cinema. You know, the cinema family. Spielberg. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that'd be. I, <laughs> could you imagine what a Spielberg film would look like? Marvel film would look like. I feel like if Spielberg said yes to a Marvel movie, it would have to be like a flagship character for them. Like yeah, I, yeah, I you're probably be, right. Which the Fantastic Four are flagship characters for Marvel. X Men, so. X Men would. Yeah. What about uh? What what if? But you know my like, take on Spielberg. He's he's that he's cooked. Yes, yes, I I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's probably not a popular take, but I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I don't know, man. I I. I there's a lot of big names that you, I guess you could get. You know, I I don't know. I don't know. Could be interesting. What if what if you get like a James Cameron? I don't think I don't think he could fit uh, in a schedule, but he's probably too prideful to do it too, because Marvel yeah. knocked him off the top grossing spot. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Miss Me on Avatar too. Okay. okay. But yeah, we I've expressed that enough. We don't need to okay. get into that. Okay. But I, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see who he lands on. I, I trust him, obviously. I trust him. He hasn't made many mistakes. What's Joss Whedon up to? Probably looking for a lawyer. Probably, probably what I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, probably looking for a publicist. Absolutely, a good one. Not himself anymore. Yeah, probably not. 
But you need somebody like there's gonna be like four main characters in that movie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You need which by the way, I rewatched Fantastic Four and Fantastic Four's Rise of the Silver Surfer. Can't believe you wasted like three hours. Not as bad as you might remember. Especially the first one. The first one's actually pretty good. Second one, not great by any stretch, but also not unbearable like I remembered. Uh, the Obi-Wan writers quote, won't break canon regarding the Grand Inquisitor's death in episode two, I think it was. Yes. Episode one or two. Yes. Um, Grand Inquisitor, obviously a main antagonist in Rebels and made the crossover here to to live action, which this series takes place before Rebels. So that tells me he's not dead. Which he couldn't have been, and he's he's might be coming back in this in the series. He'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, like you said, back to tanks all day long. They basically he bring you back from the dead. So he'll yeah, it'll be, he'll be all right. Uh, and then we kind of mentioned it earlier: Bad Batch season two releasing this September. I think it's September twenty eighth was the date. Uh, my brother really enjoyed it i haven't seen it he said he really enjoyed it so yeah it's it's on my list to watch yeah yeah i'll definitely watch it before season two comes out um and finally before we get into the episode itself the bryce shaddy memorial that's right please miss me award that's right uh bryce i'll go first here if you don't if you don't care oh please please uh the Morbius re-release. <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. You have to be uh, shitting me. Uh, this movie was memed into a re-release. And re-release, yes. And Jared Leto himself, <laughs> a producer and star of the movie, memed it. Like, dude, you shouldn't be memeing this. It's not being memed because it was good. All right? I didn't think it was as bad as the IMDb review it got, but <laughs> god damn, it didn't deserve a re-release. Definitely doesn't deserve a sequel either. So uh, they should honestly be embarrassed they re-released it. It only made 85k. I think. 84, 85k. Yeah, yeah so, 85. <laughs> yeah, that's a meme now. You didn't even, I mean, my god. Am I gonna buy it? Yes, I'm gonna buy it. Oh my gosh, you're gonna you're gonna feed into it. I'm gonna buy it. Oh if it's Spider-Man related, gosh. you know I'm gonna buy it. But oh. I'm definitely not going to go to a. I mean, Jesus Christ, Jesus, Bryce, just take it, Bryce, just take it. Okay, so my miss me award. Uh, this news actually came out today. Um, very disappointing. When you have a face of the franchise and you decide you want to move away from it, it usually doesn't pan out very well. Okay, for somebody that make, makes the franchise, well, Paramount Pictures has grown into a pretty big property lately. You know, they've come out with their streaming service. They've put out some absolute bangers of movies. They've resurrected uh, one of my favorite horror franchises and Zach's, I think, his all-time favorite horror franchise. Outside, well, maybe Halloween. Is Halloween? Uh, is I story? know, I know where you're going with this. Okay, it's my Halloween. Fa- okay, it's Halloween. Okay, but it's up there with you. Yeah, it's, it's second. It's second okay. to Halloween. 
Mine, mine is probably my favorite, and that would be the Scream franchise. Paramount decided not to grant Nev Campbell a new contract with her demanding with her demanding numbers. I don't know what the figures are, but when she's the face of your franchise, she deserves every penny that she's asking for. Paramount Pictures has decided not to grant her request and to move on from the lovely Campbell. Folks, this is an absolute travesty, an absolute joke. What is the Scream franchise without Sidney Prescott? You haven't seen the newest one, have you, Press? I, I haven't yet. It's on my list. I, I just haven't had the time to, to sit down and watch it. Well, I'll just say this. Based on what happened in that movie, it makes zero sense to not bring her back. It makes it makes zero sense. And let me be very clear. Hayden Panettiere, if you think she's going to carry the franchise... No. You're she wrong. did. You're she died mistaken. into the fourth one. Why? How the fuck is she back? I do, dude. I don't know. Has to be if they if, if they if they ruin Wes Craven's legacy, the last movie Wes Craven ever made, they're gonna defile it. It's a joke. It's a joke, dude. No, no. I am I am sorely disappointed in Paramount. Don't tell me you don't have the money to pay her. Don't <laughs> tell me. That you spent all your budget on this Top Gun movie that you've been trying In to the make Halo for, series, it, dude. I stopped after the first episode. That I Halo series much. was garbage. You're telling me all the Yellowstone money that you're getting? Yeah, no shit. What about Mission Impossible that's coming out next year? Hmm? Indiana oh, Jones oh, next year. another yeah, right, another top, uh, another Tom Cruise paycheck, but you won't pay. Nev Campbell, dude, okay. that is just okay. hilarious. When when okay. when studios do this, they act like they're hurting, hurting for money. Such a joke, dude. Like Disney, Warner Brothers, Paramount, you should not be. No, no, you should not okay. be begging. Okay, just begging pay, your pay stars with the Godfather re-release money that you just made. You made plenty of that. That is like the the Cowboys trading Amari Cooper because they can't they can't they they claim they can't afford to pay him the extension. Yeah, whatever, dude. Whatever. Like, no, like just Garbage. shut up. Just shut up. You're acting. Um, <sighs> oh my god. Oh my god. Quit acting like this little indie studio. All right. Quit acting like you're the you're the. Who's a small market NFL team? Quit like quit acting like you're the you're the Browns. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> you can afford it. The Browns. Like, son of a bitch. It's just such a joke, man. It is a joke. That's a good miss. Such me. a joke. It's a very good miss. Me. That's a good one. Uh, getting into episode three of Obi Wan Kenobi, we get our first look, our first full look at Darth Vader. Got to see him a little bit. Oh man! In the end of episode two, uh, in the back to tank, getting the helmet put on. I was telling Bryce this uh, when it's revealed to Obi-Wan that Anakin is alive. It didn't even occur to me that he would be under the impression he was dead, that Anakin was dead. But yeah, right. When you revisit what he saw in episode three, Revenge of the Sith, what other conclusion would you come to besides, yeah, that guy's dead? Right. I mean, and you really never think about that. No, never. And, and until it kind of hits you, you're like, 
Yeah, that's a pretty good point. He really didn't know, but yeah, I mean, I would think he's dead. You take his weapon and you just and you just dip out. You take his weapon. You just dip out to go deliver babies. Go deliver the man's twins from his dying wife. Let me ask you this, Zach. Let me ask you this. This is such a we we digress with this question. Oh God! If if Padme survives. What are the odds that Obi-Wan wipes her up? Oh, very <laughs> high. Very, very high. Even though it's against Jedi code. It's... I think I think all the rules are out the window point. at that point. Yeah. There's only two Jedi left. Three Jedi left. Who cares? Oh, oh man. So yeah, yeah, I just killed your husband. I left him to burn alive. Anakin. You want to go out? <laughs> Well, I think when she's giving birth to them, she was like, where's Anakin? Is he okay? And Obi-Wan just doesn't answer. He just doesn't answer. Yeah. yeah, Last time I saw him, wasn't doing too great. Uh, Oh, dude, when you really break it down, right? You know, you really break it down. You're like, uh, I mean, he only had, he'd already lost one limb in Attack of the Clones. Then Obi-Wan takes his other three in one (laughs) swift motion. Of the lightsaber, epic, epic, epic! Uh, nin- fruit ninja skills going on there. Yeah, epic. And then is set on fire by the Mustafar lava. It's tough watch on that too. Very tough. Um, I don't know if you know this, but the original cut of Revenge of the Sith was four hours, and it was rated R. It was going to be rated R. Why why isn't there a Twitter motion for that? I don't know. If there's a Twitter motion for release the air cut for Suicide yeah, Squad, please, which missed me by the way. You could absolutely just release it on Disney Plus. You'll set There's already restrictions. You have the restrictions. You'll set oh, I would watch that streaming in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat as God is my witness. It's just like it's like the elusive Snyder cut. I gotta imagine oh. Lucas. Lucas has it. Oh. I don't even care if the animation isn't done. I don't even. Oh. Care. Do you think Lucas it. watches it every once in a while? I don't think Lucas watches the Star Wars movies. You don't think so? I think he might watch the new ones that Disney's doing. I would, if I sold my creation to somebody else. Oh, I'd want to see what they're doing with it. Oh. I just find I've always found it dumb that I mean they're doing it more so on the shows, but with the movies, I found it very dumb and insulting that they wouldn't even consult him on what to do with the story. That's I found it very very ignorant, honestly. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I would. I would ask. That'd be the first dude I would ask. <laughs> Who knows it better than him? Oh uh, yeah. Maybe other people can tell it better. Like, there's definitely better directors than George Lucas, but nobody knows the material better than him. He he made it all. Right, you got to give him props on that. Yeah. So, uh, Vader is residing in Fortress Vader on Mustafar. This has been seen extensively in the comics, in uh, various shows. So, it's, it's nice to see it. Seen in Rogue One as well. So nice to see it again. He instructs Reva 
the third sister in the Grand Inquisitors to find Obi-Wan, promises to promote her to the Grand Inquisitor title if she succeeds. Bryce, your thoughts on the third sister? Boy, she is... uh... She's fight. She's a feisty one. She's a badass, man. Absolutely. She she kind of scares me. And and for all of you, for all the Star Wars fan base that's being racist to her, please stop. That's a miss me right there. That is an absolute miss me. Like she is outstanding. Like and she, I think she embodies from from day one. Absolutely. I mean, I almost feel like it's an extension of Darth Vader. Honestly. Yeah, that's what the Inquisitors are meant to be. She's just I trying mean, to be is, the best one. This is it to a T. I mean, I, I was, I'm impressed. I'm scared. The Inquisitors. I'm like, dude. Yeah. yeah. The and she's smart. She's smart, which is scary. Smart. Very smart, very cunning. Man. Too much so Jeez. that they pissed the Grand Inquisitor off. <laughs> yeah, right. And kind of eliminated from the series for now. Yeah, but kind of right now. I mean, it's that's what the Inquisitors are. They're just an extension of Vader, like you said. Their only purpose is to kill Jedi, to hunt and kill Jedi who survived. Hey, let's do it, man. Not least of all, Obi-Wan. I mean, he's probably target number one. Uh, We get Obi-Wan and Leia landing on Mapuzo, which is a small mining planet. We get the Anakin hallucination. We actually see Hayden Christensen. It's brief. It's very brief, but you see him in his Jedi garb, his Jedi robe uh, from afar. So that's kind of kind of sad, honestly. To it see is. That. Uh, they're picked up by a guy named Freck in an Imperial <laughs> transport. Freck, voiced by Zach Braff. That's like the most random. I didn't even realize that. And now that you say that, I look yeah, it up, that makes I sense. Like, Zach Braff has fumbled the bag with Florence Pugh, but that's for another day. Fumbled, yeah, but but he's got but he's got uh no, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He fumbled. Yeah, he did. He fumbled. Uh, fumbled at the goal line. Oh uh, uh sells them out like a rat fuck. I that's what I have in my in my yeah, that's word my for notes word, here. folks. That's word for word. <laughs> and they're saved by I think it was Tala or Taylor. I don't remember how they said it, but she's a, a spy against the Empire. Um, Stormtroopers take massive L's. They take massive L's. One of whom is bisected. Yes. Split in half. Yeah, that was that was kind of dark. It's very dark. I was like, was oh, okay. Dark. But 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 then we come to Vader in the village, and oh god, you kind of makes you forget. So. Yeah, this episode, not very eventful in terms of the amount of stuff that happens, but the stuff that happens. God but does damn, it, does it make it you, with you, it does it make you feel like it's it, like going back to the cinematic part of it, right? Feeling like it's, it's a movie. That's kind of what Star Wars films are like, right? They kind of give, they kind of tease you a little bit with a little bit of action, yeah. And it's just a build up and a build up and a build up to the end. I feel like we're going to get an epic lightsaber duel at the end. Yes, because, you know, we'll talk about a little bit here. Obi-Wan clearly hasn't ignited his lightsaber <clears throat> in a decade. So, of course, he's going to get his ass beat by the man who's been training to get his revenge on him for that, all those years. 
Like his only purpose probably was to hunt Obi-Wan and kill him and to torture him. Like clearly this when he I mean we have it in here. Epic ass beating though by <laughs> Vader to Obi-Wan. It was an absolute wash. It wasn't even close. It's kind of embarrassing. Four game sweep. Yeah, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. He'd clearly been thinking about what he was gonna do too. Because igniting the flames with the lightsaber. Uh fucking yeah. That's that's top like I said, when they grow when, uh, growing the legend of Darth oh. Vader, that right there, that's a scene that sticks with you. Yeah, and he's very mobile at this time. Like he's still for a cyborg. Yeah, he's moving. What he is. He's yeah. He's moving fast. He's moving, moving fast, and he's tall. God, he's, yeah. he's got to be seven feet. Got to be. He's yeah. Tall. What does he look like outside of his suit? That's that's the real question. <laughs> okay. How tall are you? How tall are you? Not great. About three feet. <laughs> Not great. It's just three more than he has. <laughs> okay. Not great. Uh, but it just makes you wonder, like, Anakin Skywalker was the chosen one. He, think about how powerful he was at the end of Revenge of the Sith. I mean, he was, he was more powerful than Obi-Wan, but he lost because he was arrogant. He lost the fight on Mustafar because he was arrogant. Yeah. And ignorant to Obi-Wan's skill. So think about Which is if, a joke. if he had it is a joke. He should have known better. Um, yeah. Especially being trained by Obi-Wan all those years. He should have known better. But if you think like if he hadn't had his limbs cut off if he had still been in his you know full body his organic body. What? How powerful would he be? Would he be unstoppable? I feel like he's already unstoppable. Like, would he be even more unstoppable <laughs> than he is? Um, possibly. Like un- unkillable. Just you can't even get a hit on him. Uh, I mean, it's it's very. It depends on if if he's got himself under control. I'm sure that would have been some that would be an interesting. I think that'd be an interesting character arc, though. Yes, right. It it almost you can almost draw parallels to Kylo Ren, right? When he's in control. Oh yeah, man. I mean, yeah. we've seen what he can do with the lightsaber. When he's out of control, he's crazy. I mean, one of the coolest scenes from the sequel trilogy was when Kylo Ren stops the blaster bolt in midair, and and yeah. awakens. Yeah, it just stops it. So I'm maybe that's what it looks like. Be, maybe that's it. Yeah, there has to be something in the expanded universe which is not canon. There has to be something like some measurement of how much power he lost after he he lost the fight to Obi Wan. Like how much of his force power did he lose? There has to be some measurement. That I, I would like to know that. How powerful you. Did did we also just compliment the uh, the uh, sequels? Listen, they had some decent moments. They had some cool moments. Right? I thought so. Uh, the throne room. The throne room was great. Man, the throne room was great. Just tell tell a coherent story, please. Thank you. Please, please. Gracias. Uh, <laughs> but Vader, even before the fight with Obi Wan in this. In this uh, 
in this episode. Breaking necks, breaking spines, not even interrogating. Just yeah, like, with no it, regard. Just doing it to do it. Just to draw Obi-Wan out, I guess, is what, what the point was. This really, really violent rampage. One that we haven't seen probably since Rogue One. The, the hallway scene. In terms of violence. I think that's a good measure of Darth Vader's power. The Rogue One hallway scene. Is that literally all yeah. the skills on display. You have your your lightsaber skills. You have your 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 force skills, the force choke, like all of it. It was like a combine. A combine of combine. Sith <laughs> Sith skills. A combine. Sith combine. That's basically what it was. Like just a force combine. A force combine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just oh. an animal and a fucking animal. Darth Vader is awesome. They were timing his forty yard. <laughs> that wouldn't be too great. That one. Uh, probably not. But oh, um, I mean, don't you think, Bryce? He'd been thinking of what he was going to do to this guy for a decade, ever since he left him on Mustafar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he just didn't kill him. Now you will right? know how it feels to suffer. Was what he said. Oh, man, man that's and, fucking poetic. And you're telling me that Darth Vader couldn't walk through that that big firewall if he wanted to? He probably could have, but to be honest, might be afraid of fire. He might be afraid of fire. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Of, might be fire. I would probably, I probably would too. Yeah. Yeah. Probably would that's a fair think? point. Do you think we see him with the helmet off? Like I think there's a high chance. Hayden Christensen's face with the helmet off. I think we do. I don't I don't think that you would bring him in if you don't give him something. Yeah. Right? Because then there'd be no point. Right. That's kind of what I'm waiting for. It's like, all right, so you brought him back for what? What'd you bring him back for? For one hallucination? No, no way. From 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 a distance? No way. Yeah. Give me a break, please. Thank you. You know what I'm just kind of backtracking, but you know what I really enjoyed in episode one was the the recap of the prequels. Really enjoyed. Yeah, that. a quick little montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, really Absolutely. enjoyed that a lot. Really enjoyed that. Uh, and then Obi Wan gets bailed out by uh, Tala. Um, Good shot, man. They escape. Great shot. Great shot. Good um, shot. But I believe there's at least going to be one more battle between them there has to be yeah looking forward to to that yeah oh yeah it's building it's building i mean it's the look of fear in obi-wan when he uh, when he realized he was alive oh man um yeah you kind of tell like oh yeah that makes sense yeah he doesn't know The, the, the look of fear in his eyes when he saw vader saw his old friend what he'd become insane uh some questions bryce do you think we see natalie portman as padme ah interesting interesting uh i'm gonna say no i'm gonna i'm gonna go with no i don't think it's i don't think it does anything to advance the story i'm gonna say no so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go no do you think we get like a like in the book of boba fett we got a mando centric episode do you think we get a Vader-centric episode in this series? 
where there's barely any Obi Wan. I think it's possible, but I I, I don't know. Six episodes isn't isn't a lot, and there's a lot of momentum going on with both stories. So I'm gonna say no, but I'm not gonna be upset if there is. I'm gonna say no as well, but I would welcome it if it absolutely if it happened. How could you it. not? Everybody would welcome it. Um. Kind of a dumb question considering all the hints we've gotten, but will Qui-Gon either be heard or seen? Hopefully seen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Liam Neeson's Qui-Gon Liam, Liam, clear your schedule. Clear your schedule, <laughs> Liam. Qui-Gon Jinn, one of, one of my favorite uh, Jedi ever. I mean, he's just a cool dude. He's just a, he's a maverick He's a maverick Jedi. He was never on the council, which at his age, very unusual for a Jedi of his experience and age and skill to not be on the council. So you would welcome a Qui-Gon Jinn show? Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. But he, was, be ne- interesting. he was never on the council because they didn't like his... his unorthodox ways it was a miracle he even got an apprentice to begin with uh, yeah but it's also no surprise he was able to achieve immortality uh, I have a little bit here that I found from Wikipedia which is the <laughs> Star Wars like Wikipedia page basically Star Wars Bible Star Wars Bible the Qui-Gon Jinn page said uh, on his ability to achieve immortality it said those who followed the light side of the force and had the appropriate training could achieve a form of immortality by retaining their consciousness after their physical deaths of course as we all know Qui-Gon died at the hands of Darth Maul Qui-Gon Jinn rediscovered this ability which had not been learned for many centuries and in turn taught Yoda (laughs) this man taught Yoda. One to simply does not teach Yoda. Taught Yoda. Posthumously taught Yoda and his apprentice Obi-Wan Kenobi how to attain immortality. The redeemed Anakin Skywalker also accomplished this feat. As well as his children, Luke Skywalker and Leia Skywalker Organa Solo. Qui-Gon Jinn. Fucking goat. One of the goats. Goat shit. One of the goats. Oh, yes, Bryce. I think we see him. I mean, there's too many hints. He keeps saying, help me, master. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to tease it, you got to do it. They got to do it. And they they teased it hard in in the recap I mentioned. That was the last thing that happened in the recap was your old master, Yoda, telling Obi-Wan about his old master. So it's clearly going to happen, I think. Do you think other Jedi appear? Do we get Ahsoka, maybe? Ahsoka mention at least? See, that would be interesting. That would mark that would mark the third what is it, the third? Third appearance? It would mark the third. Show? Yeah, the third appearance, yeah. I mean that that would be a lot. I feel like that would only add to the Ahsoka show hype, which may or may not be a good thing, because I'm not hundred percent sold on it. Now, granted, it's been ten years. Since Ahsoka would have seen Anakin. She could just be in hiding. Probably. Here, here's what I'll say. I think there's... Here, here you want to take... But she is in Rebels. So that's my thing. That's true. 
you want to take? Yes. My take is this. I think there's a good chance of an Obi-Wan cameo in Ahsoka. Oh, wow. Wow. How's that for a take? I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, it doesn't... I don't know when the show takes place. Because if it takes place in the same era as Mandalorian, Obi-Wan would be dead. But we could get a Force ghost. That's always a possibility. Yeah? I I, I like it. I don't know. I like it. I mean, there's so many... Star Wars has been killing the cameos, man. Oh, dude, it's not even close. They've been killing them since Solo. It's I mean, not even close. Just they've been killing them. They've been killing uh, them since Rogue One. Yeah, uh, Darth Vader was technically a cameo, so yeah, yeah. They've been killing it. They've been fucking killing it. So I like that. I like that. I like that. Here's one for you, Bryce. Okay. Little uh, little Emperor Palpatine cameo. Ah, ah. Little, little Ian? Palps. Ian? Ian McDermott? What are you doing? Oh, I can tell you he's not doing anything. <laughs> he's not doing shit. No. Ian Swan Song. Ian's a good Swan Song. A good Swan Song. <laughs> Ian has been sitting on his ass since episode three. Waiting. Waiting. He's been sitting on his Waiting ass. in the winds. Collecting checks. Absolutely. So, Bryce, let's get into uh, before we get into the categories to wrap up tonight. Your top five Darth Vader moments. You can be it can be your favorite moments. What you think are the best? I went with uh, my most memorable Darth Vader moments. Okay, so not okay. necessarily my favorite, but the ones I think are the most memorable. So, what is your number five? My number five, Zach, is uh, when he force chokes his admiral in A New Hope. Um, yeah. It's kind of funny when you look at it now, but as a kid, it was terrifying. Uh, well, the I one he choked over the, like, over the Zoom call? Choked him? Uh, no, this is actually in person. Ah, uh, yes. yes. This, is, this one was actually in person. <laughs> it's just kind of funny because you question him and he's just going to kill you. I mean, just straight yeah. up. Yeah. Which episode did you say that was? This was a new hope. Yes. Yes. In the little conference. The one over, over, like over, you know, teleconference. <laughs> that's, that's pretty savage. Yes. That's a pretty savage. To his power. But, uh, this one, this one, it's just kind of like, yep. Yeah, well, yeah. Does anyone else want to say anything? No. Okay. Uh, okay. We're done okay. here. Thank you. <laughs> My number, so, yeah, five number five is his, his final duel with Obi-Wan where he killed actually kills Obi-Wan. Man, that's dark. Memorable. I went with memorable. Okay. Memorable. Gets gets revenge on his on his old master, finally. Uh my number four is um ravaging Mapuzo and kicking Obi-Wan's ass. It made my top five. I'm not even gonna argue that. <laughs> Because, like, goddamn, man. I'm just not even going to argue that, dude. Like, I'm just... Because, honestly, it made my Flick. list, too. So, I mean... Ah. I mean, your number yeah. four? It is not my number four. Oh, higher. My number four is uh, when he boards uh, the ship in A New Hope. 
a lot of new hope here, uh, but yeah. uh, when he boards the ship, um, cause that's, it's kind of like your first look at it. Um, and it's first just an, at him. an intimidating figure just right off the bat. Like, you know, this guy means business and he is definitely like the villain in the movie. Undoubtedly. And he's a force to be reckoned with. So that yeah. is my number four. My number three is actually it is the scene that you just mentioned him going through the village oh, and just yeah. killing people for no reason i think that's the first time we've seen him just kill people for no reason just because yeah yeah i mean may, i i guess you could date it back to attack of the clones when he's still anakin and he slaughters that entire village it's similar but it's very it similar. is similar but i mean this is just brutal i mean he killed them brutally yeah the guy, so, the first guy whose neck he snapped. I mean, what the fuck did he do? What did he do? Yeah, nothing, nothing. Nothing. Nothing, dude. Nothing. It's a joke. But that's my three, though. I like it. I like it. My number three is uh, his redemption in episode six. Ah. And uh, throwing Sidious down the the reactor hole. Saving you couldn't Luke. help but, but, uh, but just get excited about that you couldn't and that's kind of the thing when you watch darth vader like do all these do all this evil shit is you know how it's gonna end and you know that somewhere in there he's a good guy still and it's just yeah makes him such a good character i think is you you know he's still a good guy but he's he's buried he's buried under under all that evil and sith but he's still in there that's what I think that's what makes him still such a good there. character. Anakin is still there. My number two, the Rogue One hallway massacre. Ah, uh, yes. My favorite. It's my favorite, but I don't think it's the most memorable. The, the Rogue One hallway massacre. Can't, can't overstate the level of jaw drop in the theater when I saw this. I went and saw this with my cousin, who... Probably the biggest Star Wars fan I know besides myself. And we were just like, good God almighty. <laughs> We've been waiting our whole lives for something like this. It's also it kind of awesome. cool to see how the plans were passed through. That was kind of cool, though. Yeah, it was nice to see it all tied together. It was nice. Zach, that's actually my number two as well. Nice. I think I think we're going to have the same top two. I could be wrong, but I think we will. Thank but this will. is my top two. I mean, it's just... I'm looking at a still image of it right now and the smoke with the dark hallway. And then there's just a red lightsaber blade yeah. down by his side. Yeah. That could be a screensaver, bruh. That thing is so crazy. It's so, it's so power. I think it might've been my screensaver at one point on my laptop. I don't blame you. Just things awesome. Oh man. Yeah. Badass. Yeah, that's my number two, though. I, I don't think there's much to say. And then my number one, Zach. I think it's the be. same for you. I could be. be wrong. Telling Luke that he's his father. It has to be. What else, what else could it be? What, what else, else could, could it be? be? We're talking about the, the biggest cinematic reveal. It's perhaps the biggest ever. plot twist of all time. Probably ever. Probably ever. It's the most memorable. Name me a, a more memorable plot twist. You, there are you, good plot twists out there, but you can't. memorable? You can't. I don't think you can. I, I really don't think you can. Because, and think about this, Bryce. Think about this. You hear that, 
1980 when Empire comes out. You have to wait three years until the next movie. You have to wait three years. Whereas if you compare it to like Infinity War, which ended on a massive cliffhanger, we only had to wait a year. Right. See how it ended. They, those motherfuckers had to wait three years in the 80s. I don't know that. Ended. They get no backstory until decades later. Yeah, they, they have to wait until the, <laughs> the late 90s to, to, to even get any backstory on it. It's just, I can't imagine. And then Lucas had to have Yoda confirm it because fans didn't believe it. They didn't believe that Vader could be Luke's father. Right. And then he thought if Yoda said it, it would be undeniable. So that's well, the reason that scene what? is in Return of the Jedi. It's undeniable. It's undeniable. I agree with you. It's one of the most iconic scenes in cinematic history. Gotta be, Zach, gotta be the greatest reveal of all time. Are you? How are you showing your kids the films? Release order. I think that's that's the way he told the story. I think that is the way it's meant to be shown. I would go original OG trilogy first, then I would go prequels, and then I would get, I would show him the the shows after that. No sequels. Mm-hmm. Interesting. No sequels. Interesting. <laughs> Dad, what about what about these that came out in in the twenty tens? No. 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Uh but uh phenomenal episode. Great recap there. Uh to wrap up tonight. Um and coming up on cinema, we have the Superhero movie Bonanza Pod, uh, which will probably take place after the NBA Finals are over. I know the network is really hitting those hard. Series is tied one-to-one between the Warriors and the Celtics. I'm rooting for the Celtics. Um, If you've heard me on other pods, you know how I feel about the Warriors uh, dynasty. I think it's slightly tainted. Steph Curry is one of the greatest players of all time. They're one of the greatest teams of all time. There's no doubt about it, but slightly tainted, especially the two Durant titles. Uh, nothing against Curry for the fan base. I just, I have my reasons. Okay. Uh, but I'm rooting for the Celtics. It would be nice to see them get another ring, break the tie with the Lakers for the most titles all time. Even though the Minnesota ones don't count for the Lakers. Um, but that's all I got coming up on cinema. Um, also have a Denny Villeneuve pod in the works with Cooper and uh, Bryce as well. We'll be talking about Dune and then me and Cooper will have a separate pod on Denny movies talking about Sicario Arrival Blade Runner 2049 and Prisoners. So talking about Cooper's favorite director there. Uh, But the superhero Bonanza pod will be really fun. It'll be me, Alex, Bryce, and Caleb. So that will be the four hosts of the network. That will be very, uh, very entertaining pod. So uh, I want to thank you all for listening and have a good night. <laughs>